podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch of all things Liverpool FC on a Friday but we don't even have a game to look forward to. We do, though. We do have Mo Salah to still appreciate. The Saudi transfer window has closed and Mo Salah remains a red. So barring a 300 million offer from Galatasaray, Fenerbahce or Besiktas in the next week, uh, it looks like Mo will be staying at least another season, which is great, obviously. He is our best attacking player. He's our best outfield player. He's the best attacking player in the league. I think I would have him over Haaland. I get that Haaland scores obscene amount of goals, but he doesn't do anything else. Like you look at Haaland's numbers outside of goals and he is really below average at pretty much everything. So I'd rather have the guy who's an elite goal scorer and an elite creator than just the goal scorer. You don't see Mo have too many stinkers. You see Haaland have a lot of stinkers. Now, the difference is Haaland can be absolutely shit and score two goals. And, of course, then he's man of the match because that's just how football is. Whereas Mo can be otherworldly, not score, and someone else will get man of the match because, again, that's just people look at outcomes. People don't actually watch the game. People look at goals and think that's the only thing that really matters. And I suppose in terms of winning and losing, that is all that matters. But there are other things you need to factor in as well. Since the moment he arrived from Roma, Mo has just gone level to level with such ease. And obviously, we don't see the incredible work he puts in behind the scenes. But... You watch him on the pitch and every single year he's adding something new to his game. And even when his goal scoring has taken a step back, obviously after the first season, it was always going to take a step back. But he started to get double teamed more often. So he just figured things out and started adding more and more creativity, worked on his dribbling, worked on his passing. And he is the complete player now. And the wonderful thing about Mo staying. No, well, the, the wonderful thing about Mo staying is the fact that he is staying and we still have him. The funny part about him staying is that all of the Bellends who sold their souls for the Saudi cash just look so stupid right now. Like Jan Agafjortoft, there's a twat came out and said that people in the industry knew what was going on. Just looks like a moron now. Richard Richard Keyes, 
old hairy hands himself, fired from Sky for inappropriate conduct. Didn't even they didn't even want him on Talksport. He went and talked sport for a while. He was that bad. They binned him. Over now, poured into a suit that's two sizes too small, working for being sport and writing the world's worst blog. He said the deal was done. He said that Salah and his agent, not saying anything, plus the information that he had, meant the deal was done. But nothing was done. Nothing was done at all. Richard Keyes is just an idiot. And Richard Keyes has always been an idiot. He's also just not a very good human being, but that's neither here nor there. Whenever Richard Keyes can be made to look bad, it's a good time. So it's an added bonus of Mo staying is that Richard Keyes just looks like an absolute plum. Um, <clears throat> what else do we have today? This is Anfield. Piece about Salah. Liverpool confirm new Anfield Road stand contractor as work continues. Liverpool have confirmed that Rainer Roan Construction have been appointed to lead the final stages of construction of the new Anfield Road stand. The Reds have been forced to find a new contractor to finish off the stand following Buckingham Group's shock collapse into administration. All work had been paused as a result of that development, but Liverpool have moved quickly to ensure it can resume in a bid to get Anfield up to full capacity as soon as possible. And with Reynard Rowan construction revealed by This Is Anfield on Tuesday as one of the parties under consideration, the club have now confirmed their appointment. As was the case for the games against Bournemouth and Aston Villa, the top tier of the new stand will remain shut for the visits of West Ham, Leicester and Royal Union St. Gilles. Official attendance figures for those two games were both in and around the 50,000 mark. The hope is that the upper section can be opened in phases, as was the plan prior to Buckingham's demise. However, senior figures insist that the plans are subject to change, with Rainer Rowan working to produce a revised project completion program after taking over the project. Chances of meeting any new deadline have been boosted by the return of a number of workers to the site today. Many subcontractors previously employed by Buckingham will also be part of the project's communication, which is what makes sense, considering they know what they're doing. Um, Yeah, great news. Great news. Uh, Stefan Besetic in line for injury return. First minutes since March. Six photos and video of Melwood as Liverpool complete redevelopment work. So do check that out. That's quite good. Um, Michael Edwards is returning to football. Him and Ian Graham are setting up a new company, striking out on their own. As I said, he wouldn't be returning to Liverpool unless there was a significant change in personnel. He's very happy to work with the owners, though, so I wouldn't be surprised if the owners contract them to do a bit of Consultancy work, potentially even on the Red Sox and the Penguins, because they're going to look to branch out of football as well. Virgil van Dijk, proud of role in Liverpool 2.0 after self-critical talks over form. Virgil was one of the few who was open about his failures last season 
He he didn't hide like some other people. Uh, Mo Salah staying a big win after embarrassing transfer coverage. Paul Scholes settles the Gerard or Scholes debate. He was doing a video with a, a YouTuber. I want to say the guy's name is Harry Panero. I want to say that's his name. I could be wrong. I think that's it. Anyway, he asked him, Gerard or Scholes. Scholes, firstly, I can't answer that. And then he said, Gerard. And then he said that he couldn't have done what Gerard did for Liverpool, but Gerard probably could have done what Scholes did for United. Now, I think he underplays himself a little bit here. Gerard's strength was never sitting in the midfield too. Didn't really have the discipline to do that, but that's in part because he was never asked to do it until late in his career. Um, but Gerard is the best player of the three of them, without question. Then it's Skulls, and then it's a gap to Lampard. Like, Lampard being in a debate with those two has always been a bit farcical. They're much better players than Lampard was. And people want to throw out stats and goals and assists and different things. Well, Paul Scholes didn't play with two sitting midfielders behind him the way Gerrard and Lampard did for most of their careers. He played deeper for most of his. But if you look back at young Paul Scholes, he used to bang in goals. Like Paul Scholes up until 04-05 was pretty much double figures every year. 7, 14, 6, 10, 11, 12, 12, 9, 20, 14 and 12. And remember, that's Paul Scholes doing that without without having the two sitters behind him and without having the benefit of set pieces. If he took penalties in that United team, he'd have been 20 a season every year. He's got 155 goals in his career. 14 for England. Paul Scholes was an incredible footballer and the the attempts by people that didn't watch him play to downplay how good he was, it just both tribalistic and ridiculous. Uh, 27 midfielders linked to Liverpool and where they ended up. So let's have a look. Uh, Jude Bellingham obviously went to Real. Mason Mount went to United. Moises Caicedo to Chelsea. Matthias Nunes to City. Romeo Lavia to Chelsea. Gabriel Viega showed that football isn't important to him, went to Al-Ali. Manuel Ugarte went to PSG. He's the one that I, I think we actually really missed out on. He's the one that if we'd gotten, I think we would have potentially a title-challenging team this year. Uh, Sophie Amrabat went to United. Jesper Lindstrom went to Napoli. James Madison went to Tottenham. Alex Scott went to Bournemouth. Lovro Meyer went to Wolfsburg. I don't really remember him being linked with us, but I do love Lovro uh, Meyer. Ergen Kaku went to Benfica. Keito Nakamura, who's actually more of a winger than a midfielder, he went to Reims. And Daichi Kamada went to Lazio. And the players then who stayed put, Andre, Czech de Cure, Kefren Turam, Manu Kone, Joe Polinia, Conor Gallagher, Gavi, Calvin Phillips, Florentino Luis, Bubakar Kamara, Jacob Ramsey, and Luka Sukic. Uh, what it tells you is that the journalists had no abs- absolutely no idea what we were doing all summer. They were just throwing shit against the wall. Uh, Dominic Zabozlai's best friend should be Mohamed Salah Air for Liverpool on one condition. So it's Kareem Adiyemi. Uh They're very, very close, those two. Um, 
I'd certainly be in, in favour of us making a move for him. Mohamed Salah Air, 49 million option. Liverpool has two clear transfer priorities for January. Let's have a look. Okay, Jared Bowen, Johan Bakayoko. And the second priority then is to sign a, a defender. Um, Jared Bowen was going to be 27 by next summer. He would be a no. Um, he's also just not good enough to play for a club like us. He's a very good player, but he's a very good player for West Ham. Liverpool, sorry, Jurgen Klopp already has his number six at Liverpool and he can even match Fabinho. This is definitely going to be nonsense. Oh, it's definitely going to be nonsense. Oh, it's Alexis McAllister. Yeah. Over. Drivel. This is what happens when you don't know how to actually apply stats to the game. Liverpool tabled 125 million transfer bid for new Fabinho as Pep and Linder's plan already working. What? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so there's a report from some shit outlet in Spain that we bid a uh, hundred million for Bruno Gamerish. That just, it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen at all. Um, When Pepe Linders gave his interview with uh, Training Ground Guru last month, uh, he decided, obviously, to share all the secrets and to make himself responsible for everything good that's going on. Uh, so that's always interesting. Ben Doak and Ryan Gravenberch set for huge Liverpool chances. Two clubs joined Mohamed Salah race. Jordan Henderson gives Liverpool an FSG verdict. Uh, who cares what Jordan Henderson has to say? Dirk Howe has said Liverpool have made unbelievable transfer for Star, who will run forever. I assume that's about Ryan Gravenberg. Uh, that'll do there. <clears throat> On to Anfield Index. What's next from Mohamed Salah and Liverpool? The secret behind Darwin Nunes's great start to the season. Virgil has said Liverpool are a team in transition. I did always say this was going to be a season of transition, not last season. Last season was a season of failure that people tried to paint up and, you know, stick a few plasters on. Last season was a season, a season of failure. There was no purpose to last season. We weren't going in any specific direction. This season is a season of transition. Uh, Ex-Liverpool player explains why Caicedo and Lavia snubbed Liverpool. So this is Jermaine Pennant. Um, why anyone puts a microphone in front of them, I don't know. But Pennant says it's all because of London. Now, just because having grown up in Nottingham, you, well, till you were 15, you decided that you had to be around London for the lifestyle because you didn't really care about playing football all that much. It doesn't mean that's the case for everybody. However, with Lavia and Caicedo, what actually happened was Chelsea just paid their agents in ridiculous fees. And at some point when Chelsea's accounts come out, I'd imagine the agent fees num- fee numbers are going to be historic. And if they're not, then Chelsea's accounts need to be investigated because they're paying money off the books. 
Uh, and there's a piece there about that Bruno Gamerish bid, which didn't happen. Uh, Podcast-wise, we have a new Under Pressure, which you can give a listen to. And there is a new Money Talks with Mo Chatra, so do give that a listen. There should be a scouted out today, I hope. It's recorded, so hopefully it's out today. Uh, if not, then it'll be out over the weekend. But that's it. That's all I've got today, folks. Thanks as always. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. No, I won't see you tomorrow. I'll see you on Monday. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.